Hello, this is Courtney from Wonder in English. The Wonder in English community provides free online English lessons for students with an intermediate to advanced level of English. For the full version of this lesson, don't forget to check out wonderinenglish.com, W-O-N-D-E-R in English.com. Today, I wanted to talk to you guys about social media and mental health. Before we get into the podcast, I'm going to list off a number of vocabulary words that I want you to listen out for while the podcast is playing. See if you can try to understand them within the context, and then after the podcast is over, I'm going to explain what each of these words mean, and hopefully you understood. So the first word is wired. The second is bubble then quote, unquote, then curated, task switching, instant gratification, attention span, boost, and feed into something. So don't forget that these are only a few of the vocabulary words for this podcast. The rest are all written out on wonderinenglish.com. So find the full English lesson there in order to learn all of the new words. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about social media and its effect on mental health. And I chose this topic because I wanted to continue on with self-betterment and ways that we can become healthier and happier people. And I know that social media really, really affects our mental state, whether people want to admit it or not. So why is social media something that is meant to connect us? Actually, causing us more harm and more disconnect. Well, once I went to a therapist who told me that human brains are only psychologically wired to be aware of, friends with, and worry about up to a hundred people. So that means in our awareness, in our, in our bubble, we're only supposed to be knowledgeable about 100 people. So when we watch the news and we see a lot of bad stuff happening in other countries and even right here in our hometown, it can be really destructive to the mind because we're not supposed to have that much negativity going on. And I think the same thing goes with social media. Besides the negativity, besides the news updates, when you're aware of so many other people in the world, you have a problem where you compare yourself to them. And this can actually ruin people's self-esteem. And it's not just comparing to really beautiful people on Instagram, but it's even comparing to people who, quote unquote, would be considered less attractive than you. Any kind of comparison at all is actually toxic for the brain. It's shown to reduce our happiness and cause depression. A lot of people also feel like they're missing a human connection the more that they go on social media. So there's something that we call FOMO in English, which is fear of missing out. And you'll oftentimes see your friends on Facebook maybe meeting up or a group of friends on Instagram hanging out, and you feel like you're missing out on a social event if you're not there with them. This can cause anxiety and make you feel actually more isolated than if you hadn't gone on social media in the first place. And they did a study about which apps are the most harmful, and Instagram was by far the worst for the brain. I'm not sure why this is, but I really think that Instagram is so curated 
There's so many beautiful people, perfect bodies, perfect makeup, perfect travel scenes, that it's not at all realistic or representative of the life that we live. Going on there can be, like I said, toxic because you're only experiencing these perfect images and then you shut your phone off and you look around and you see just a normal everyday life. I think it's the absence of reality that really hurts people. The worst part about it is that it's meant to be addicting. So why do you think it's called a Facebook feed or an Instagram feed? It's feeding you. It's giving you that desire to keep going, to keep consuming. And actually, social media has been known to even hurt your memory. And I think this is because we lose the ability to be present when we're on social media. So when I talked about mindfulness meditation, a lot of it was about being present in the current moment, in the now. And when we're on social media or have our phones at hand and we're constantly being pinged and messaged, it's very easy to be distracted and not be totally observing the environment around you. If you're not present, if you're not observing this world, how can you remember the things that you're experiencing? If you're trying to multitask and be on Facebook while you're studying and do what we call task switching, there's a huge cost of time with this for your brain. And there's also this inability to remember everything that you're studying because you're not concentrated on it. So I don't think the brain really has the ability to be in two places at once. And I think that's the issue with memory. Another big issue with social media, and I think the world that we live in today, is that we want this instant gratification. And that leads to a lower attention span. So we want to watch a YouTube video, but two minutes in, we're bored and we click away. Or we want to read something, but we don't have the ability to sit down and read it because we get distracted or we're not interested after eight seconds. And I think that's the problem. Our attention span is so short because social media gives us that instant boost, that instant action, gives us that dopamine in our brain, and we don't need to work for it. There's no delay between the gratification and the moment that we open up the page. I think the most important thing, above all, is mental health. There have been numerous studies that link increased social media use to increased risk of depression, anxiety, and just overall unhappiness. And I think that this is a serious issue, especially for Gen Z and millennials, because we're on the internet all the time. We're constantly connected. And it doesn't really give you that space to be who you are without knowing what everyone else is doing in their life. And they did a study where they had people cut down their social media use to just 10 minutes a day, and they were noticeably happier in their everyday life. So I think that this is a really, really important point. How can we limit ourselves to social media use so it stays within a healthy range, but at the same time still connect with others and still do the work that we need to do, still promote ourselves, but yet not feed into it too much and not waste too much time and energy on something that's only hurting us. So again, I would love to hear what you guys think over on wonderinenglish.com. Stay tuned for the vocabulary, which I'm going to explain right now. Okay, thank you so much for listening to that podcast. Now let's get into these vocabulary words and discuss what they mean. So the first one was wired to. And I mentioned that our brains were wired to or wired for something. And what does that mean? It means that we were designed to act in a certain way. So we often say that humans were wired for something. Like for example, we're wired to crave sugar. 
And that means that we're simply designed or created in a way that our bodies crave sugar. So we're wired to want social media, and that's why it can be so addicting. Bubble. A bubble is your environment that is closely surrounding you. So this is not the literal bubble, which floats in the air and is see-through or clear and is in a sphere or circle shape. For example, bubbles come from soap, things like that. It's not a literal bubble, it's a figurative bubble. The bubble that we grow up in, if we are in the middle of that bubble, you can imagine everything surrounding us is our environment, anything that's super close to us, like our family and our friends and our home where we go to school, that's our bubble. So if you say that someone grew up in a bubble, that means that they didn't get out much. They probably didn't have a lot of life experiences or meet a lot of people because they only existed in this really small realm. I also said quote unquote, and this is how we verbally signal that we're using quotation marks. So anything that we're using quotation marks with is either a quote from someone else or something that we don't want you to take literally. Curated. Curated is something like online content, merchandise, or information that's been selected, organized, and presented using professional and expert knowledge. So it's made to look a certain way and elicit certain feelings in people. And Instagram is often curated in a way that leaves us wanting something more. So people take pictures, they put filters, they have certain clothes, they do certain poses, are in certain places to make us feel a certain way and that is all curated. It's very carefully designed. Task switching. This just means that we're switching from one task to another. So for example, if you're working on answering emails, that's one task, and then you begin to write a blog post, that's another task. And task switching has a cost, meaning it takes our brain a few seconds or even a few minutes to switch from one task to the next and fully concentrate. Instant gratification. Gratification, or to feel gratified, means that you're receiving feelings of pleasure or satisfaction from something. And when it's instant, it means it's happening in one second or without much effort or work. Attention span. So a span is the full extent of something from one end to another end. We use span in a lot of different cases. So for example, we could talk about the wingspan of a bird. This would measure the length of the bird's wings from one end of the wing to the opposite end. In this case, and in this context of the podcast, we're using span to measure the duration of someone's attention from start to finish. Unfortunately, the average human's attention span is only 8 seconds long. Very scary. Boost. To boost something means to improve or enhance something. So, for example, if you want to boost your performance on a test, you can study more. In this case, I said that social media gives us a boost, meaning it enhances our mood and temporarily makes us feel happier. The very last one is feed into something. So feed into something has various meanings, but in this context, I use feed into like I would buy into or invest. To feed into something usually means we're investing our time, our belief, or energy into something. We like to use this in the negative form. For example, don't feed into his antics or he'll never behave. Your antics are foolish, outrageous, or amusing behaviors. So if you're telling someone not to feed into a kid's behavior, that means don't pay attention to them, 
Don't invest your time and energy into him and he'll actually start to behave. I said that we shouldn't feed too much into social media because spending too much time, investing too much of ourselves into social media actually has adverse effects on our mental health like we discussed throughout this podcast. Okay, great. So that's all the vocabulary I'm going to discuss on this podcast today. Don't forget that you can find even more vocabulary about this topic on wonderinenglish.com. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.